0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Five, five, four, four, three, three,
0: two, one, one. We have ignition. Strap in.
2: Welcome to the hottest
3: one-stop online radio for the day. It's Brian, Brian Tarman and, Tarman and William and Sports Talk. Sports Talk. Sports talk NFL. NBA. Major League, Major League baseball. baseball. You game in away. Now everybody, let me introduce you. The host, the host, the host of William Sports Talk. Brian
2: Tarman.
0: Sports Talk, and welcome to the first night of the preseason of the NFL. The Colts and the Packers. Football is back. We are excited. A little more pep in our step here at Weigh-In Sports Talk. It's just, a, it's just that feeling you get. Just just that just right around the corner. And and just for that, guys. Just for that. We've we got to start off with this this song right here. Just to get everybody in the in the groove. Get everybody in the mood. So here we go. Fresh cut grass I'm back in my helmet, cleats and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call band's going crazy for the boys fall. They didn't let just anybody
2: in that club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood.
0: And guys, if that doesn't get you, get you popped up for football, I know it is time. It's, it's so hot in Atlanta, Georgia right now, but I'm ready to for that chill in the air to get here. We are less than a month away from kickoff of the Auburn-Clemson game, September 3rd. College football kicks off September 1st. The NFL on the, I think it's the 9th. The kickoff is for the NFL, if I'm right, or the eighth Thursday night. Cam Newton goes to Denver to play them, the Broncos, and a rematch of the Super Bowl. Guys, I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell it, but I'm I'm pumped up. Tonight's teams we're going to discuss: the Alabama Crimson Tide out of the SEC West, the Florida Gators of East, and the Miami Hurricanes from the ACC have a lot of information about these three teams. It may surprise some people, it may not. But will one of these teams make the playoffs? Will two of these teams have a have a six and six record. I mean, what, what's going to happen? We don't know. We can only speculate. But do we think one of these teams can make, will make the playoffs? Not can. We know Alabama can always make the playoffs, but will they? And we'll also talk about some rule changes that's going on in college football. Talks of NFL football. Everyone, welcome to the show. If you'd like to call in 646-716-5564, you can just listen to the show once you call in or press number one, and you'll I'll recognize that you're in the studio and you want to actually come on, and I'll bring you on. So welcome to weigh-in sports, all guys. We're going to have some fun. But to start out, eat your own in Major League Baseball, guys. 3,000 hits. Congratulations, um, great baseball player Just a great player I'm general, great hitter, great man Congratulations Class act right there with each row But let's go over real quick Some rule changes to 2016 that you need to know in college The number one rule is The blocking below the waist And I'll dummy it down for us here We're not going to go too deep into each Rule but blocking below the waist. Players aren't allowed to cut someone off from the side or from behind when they're outside the tackle box It's the next safety measure they're taking. So just real simple explanations I'm giving you. Input from a medical examiner. It's just another safety, safety precaution with concussions going on. Here's a, here's a good one. Low hits on the pass. Call it the Tom Brady rule. Defenders can't even form tackle if it's below the knee. Hit a quarterback low, and you're going to get flagged. Uh, man, that's that's real bad when you can't truly form tackle a quarterback. And I'm not telling, I'm talking about ramming your head into the knee. I'm talking about just wrapping him up. You can't do that anymore, guys. Uh, sliding ball carrier, defenseless player. This isn't exclusive to quarterbacks, but they're the first player you think of in the situation. Basically, if the quarterback's sliding, he's giving himself up, and a hit on him will be considered targeting, which that's a no-no. Game clock in the last two minutes. This gives referee a broader authority to ensure a winning team isn't gaming the clock and wasting time in the final two minutes. So they're going to make sure that they don't land on the ground, just sitting there eating up time. Exceptional will be a 10-second runoff. Targeting an expanded role for instant replay. If you didn't like the targeting rule before, you're going to hate them now, guys. In addition to broader interpretations of targeting by the officials, experimental collaborative replaying will be a part of this. It's now possible for replay officials to call a foul, even if none was called on the field. Now, I don't like that at all. So if nothing's called on the field, now think about this. We're watching a ball game, everything's good. All of a sudden, the replay booth presses down to the buzzer. The official goes, looks at something, throws a flag and an ejection. I don't like it at all. But an example they gave was former West Virginia safety Carl Joseph's hit on Oklahoma wide receiver B.D. Westbrook in 2015. The hit was not called for targeting, but the Big 12 coordinator officials later said it should have been. So, I guess if if officials can't see everything, you can look at it that way. And they're going to try to clean this game up. Tripping the ball carrier. If you basketball player Grayson Allen played Grayson Allen played college football, he'd be a repeat offender, right? Can't trip anybody. Uh, Unforced lot caught by a coach, you know. Whereas coaches can be ejected after two technicals in basketball, there's no such rule exists in football. That's officially been changed. Uh, coaches can be suspended. Sorry, I'm reading this, and I just lost my place for a second. Give me a moment. Bear with me just a second. The Rules Committee believes that as teachers and adult leaders of young athletes playing football, coaches should be held at a high standard of behavior appropriate to such a responsible position. Thus, starting in 2016, the rule will be that a coach who commits two fouls for my conduct will be disqualified from the game. He must leave the field before the ball is in the play, and he must remain out of view of the playing field for the remainder of the game. Yeah. Vocalini. Will chat, Nick Saban come to mind? Uh, also, number 10, the last rule, experimental, rural collaboration, and it's a replay. Uh, this means that we repl- the replay official will be in communication with observers who are watching the game on television at a site other than the replay booth. The replay official will be in consultation with a remote observer while viewing a play. The purpose is to allow for a second observer in addition to this replay official to assist in making the decision. My God, all we're going to do is slow it down even more.
4: So there's a lot of
0: rule changes going on. There's a lot of things going on in college football. One of the hot topics right now, Saban is smart. They have a beef going on right now, a transfer wanting to leave Alabama, a graduate transfer, that is, to go to Georgia. Saban isn't going to allow it. Yes, Saban took – Black, a wide receiver from Missouri, it was okay. It was okay to take the guy from the kicker from Ole Miss. Kirby Smart's a hypocrite where he, he wouldn't allow one of his graduates to transfer to uh, Miami. Uh, so both of these guys can, uh, can just cry all they want to. Neither one of them right, neither one of them wrong. They can just bicker back and forth between each other. But the NCAA is going to have to step in and make this not just a coach's call, but make it a rule overall in general. Because remember, guys, these are student athletes. Once you graduate and you play your four years at school, you should be able to go somewhere else and play. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And I, I think Saban should let the guy go, just to let him go and, and, and show that. And, you know, if you don't want to be at my team, go ahead and go to the other one. All he's going to do is alienate this player for the rest of the season. The guy probably won't get any playing time because do you really trust a guy that wants to leave and you want him, you won't let him? Just think about that. Think about that. Would you want a guy on the field, you're trying to win a national championship, would you want him on the field in crunch time? So why don't just let him go? I just let him go and take the high road here. That's that's all I want. Just take the high road. All you gotta do is take the high road. But it's not gonna happen. These two, they, you know, everybody thought it was just a peaceful, Kirby Smart going to Georgia and everything was fine. That's not. That's not how it goes. This is a, this is a blood sport, really, and and they're not gonna allow it to happen. So the NCAA throw some balls, step in and do something. But there is a list of uh, the most overrated coaches in the 2016 preseason college polls, Ohio State, Southern Cal, LSU, Washington, and Tennessee. I don't think Butch Jones is really that overrated, guys. But we'll see. Um, Auburn's back in, in practice right now. I think they're in day three or four. They're going to have a scrimmage today, I believe, to find out who the quarterback is. And yes, I want to talk about Auburn for just two minutes tonight. about uh, I know a lot of people are saying John Wyder, Jeremy Johnson is going to be the starting quarterback, but don't let anybody fool you guys. Uh, JF3, John Franklin third will be the Auburn quarterback when Clemson rolls into town September 3rd. I will be there in person. If you looked at an Auburn's offense over the last couple of years, man, you've really seen a, a setback when, when you don't have a dual threat quarterback. You can't run the football effectively, you can't throw effectively, you can't play defense, which is a recipe for six and six, five and seven, seven and six. So if you're in there two, three, nine area code, if that's you, I think it is at number one, we'll bring you on in. Um, a lot to talk about tonight. We're gonna have some fun. And people will just send me a link in the chat room, or not the chat room, but on Facebook. The link is you click on the the logo and the link pops up. So if you want to get in, I'm going to open up the chat room. I really I haven't really liked doing the chat room, but I will tonight since we're back in football season again. But the chat room is just something you know extra to manage for me. And uh, we used to have somebody manage the chat room. Long time ago, when we have about 30 or 40 people in here, but it seems like it's cooled off when football season in the chat room ends. So I'm gonna load up the chat room right now. If you'd like to come in, come on in the chat room, Quinn. If you can't talk, get in the chat room, buddy. Ask you questions, talk there. Uh, we've got a lot to do tonight. Again, Florida, Alabama, Miami will be the teams of choice, Jonathan. Uh, those are three teams you pick. Why did you pick those three again?
3: Because I know that we don't like them. <laughs> well, that's a bad reason. <laughs> I mean, it
2: just it gives that's us a chance reason. to talk.
3: About, oh, it gives us a chance because these are teams that you, normally we bash because we don't like them. So this gives us the opportunity to actually speak some praise of them and let people know that we can look at these teams uh, objectively.
0: Thank you. That's better. See, I don't like Alabama for the most part because I'm an Auburn guy, but I do tip my hat to them and realize, hey, greatness is greatness. What are you going to say? You know? You
2: can't say mm-hmm. you just,
0: just got gonna... to. But, but there's, there's nothing good to say much about Miami except Mark Rick And I don't know of anything to say about Florida so, Oh, what a terrible team. And what, a, what a terrible schedule. I wrote that out today in the in the preview of the the show just to let you know. We will say good things about Alabama. We will say good things about Miami. But we will not say good things about Florida, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, there's, 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 just, there's just nothing to say. When I looked at that schedule, I saw UMass, North Texas, Presbyterian, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Missouri. Uh, come on. Come on, I can't. I mean, Florida's gonna win at least seven games, and they don't deserve it. Playing schools like that, John. Did you did you get
3: a chance to hear the rules mentioned a minute ago? No, I do want to apologize for coming in late. Uh, The NFL canceled the Hall of Fame game, and I was trying to figure out what the what the heck was going on there. What happened? So, apparently, the paint that they used for the field uh, congealed instead of drying. So, it turned essentially into tar. And there was no way the players were going to play on that surface. <laughs> what a way to start off the year. That's,
0: that's Roger Goodell putting his stamp on it. I think we have Simon who's going to come on tonight. I know Quinn's gonna be on tonight, so we're gonna have a packed house we start going over these scenes tonight. The more, the better, right? The more, the merrier, they say. Uh, sure, so, why not? I don't. I just want Quinn to come on here tonight, and act that like, losing Javon Robinson was no big deal. I thought hearing him on the made me want to up. Yeah, I've been around a long time, Quinn. I'm telling you. Can we can offer make it back and do okay without him? Sure, they can, but it's going to require some people stepping up, which I haven't seen in a couple of years. But let's let's welcome uh, I think it's Sonia or Jason, I don't know, it may be both of them. Sonia, is that you?
4: Yo, what's up, Tarvino?
0: What up? What up? What's
4: going on?
0: Get ready to talk some football and some smack. <laughs>
2: Hold on, <laughs> Jason, I'm looking at the, I'm looking
4: at the, uh... the huh? I'm sorry, what'd you say?
0: Is, J- is, is Jason maybe
4: the night? Uh He's upstairs, he might come down, he might come down for a few, I can't stay the whole night, but I did promise you I was going to come in, but yeah, is uh, Jonathan was saying, hi Jonathan, by the way.
1: Um, hi, hey, Sonia.
4: The deal with the field is the paint that they used last night, instead of drying, it congealed. So that's the problem with yeah. the field. Yeah, and they can't play on that.
2: Well, I tell you
0: what, you play. You pay me what they're making. I'll go out there and play on a can-gill field. I only know what I can do
2: on me. So I'll go out there
4: and play. I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, like seriously, okay. How long has this? How long has this game been being played? And how long have you been working on on football fields that you can't figure out what kind of paint to use? You... <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, like, for real, like, seriously? Of hey, all I mean, these to F up.
0: Paint? It's, oh
4: it's, no, it's only enough enough. a year
0: we've been waiting for this.
4: 364 exactly. days. <laughs> hey! I mean, seriously, think about it. Of all the things to mess up, paint? <laughs> <I> don't, <laughs> don't you do that? Lift? Is that not?
2: How many people
3: got fired tonight? How many people got fired? Come on, I mean, what do we mean Five, ten?
4: I'm, I'm, I'm for real. I'm sitting here. I'm gonna use. I'm flabbergasted. I'm truly flabbergasted. I'm like, dude, that is your job. How could you get the wrong paint? You do this every day of the year. What is the problem?
2: That's your job. That's your specialty. That's, that's, that's why Exactly. In and and uh, every
0: every I was being out of fried chicken. Instead of fried chicken, I think a catfish. Was, uh, they, I mean, this is like, come on, guys. We want to a football game tonight.
4: I'm serious. I'm, I'm for it. I'm sitting here like, dude. I could see if you were like a sinkhole opened up, something called fire. You know, dude. But paint. You mean the dude in charge of the paint? Epped <laughs> f- up the paint? The one job he had he could not do? <laughs> Man, please. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah,
3: that's,
0: John oh, we do John Grew, mean, yeah. Yeah, we got to watch John Groove
3: to
1: talk about
3: it. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, well, you, you think
2: we're upset. Think about how upset he is. Exactly.
4: I'm really. I'm sorry. That just blew my that, mind. Uh,
2: I'm like, really. See,
0: the players that want to make this team. You know, they want to make Green Bay and Indy. You know, the stars they not These guys. How big is that sign? Yeah, the, the guys. That's one last chance for them to to show and try to make this team. I mean, this is a exactly.
4: Exactly. This was their audition, and the paint guy. <laughs> you lost your audition because of the paint dude. The paint dude. Pick the wrong paint.
3: Uh, you know, I bet you I bet just Tom Brady who painted the field. It's his way of getting
4: back. <laughs> no, no, no. I ain't gonna put it on Tom Brady because he ain't gonna mess up nobody like that. Because that's messing up the players. That sounds like some Goodell. No, no, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Where was Arthur Blank last night? <laughs> hold on. That joker could get it for Home Depot. Let me check on Arthur.
2: It, it could be a, it could be a
0: Joe Bear fan. You know they hate Green Bay so much. It could be a, it could have been Quinn.
4: I'm just trying to figure out, dude. The paint job, the paint dude could not do. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. For I can't, I cannot wrap my head around it. I'm mad. I wanted guys, my football. Guys,
2: this is
0: guys. We're in 2016 here. And uh we get a game cast. I've heard of a lot of things, weather, tornado, fire, but never paint.
4: Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, terrorist
0: man. attacks, maybe, you know, possibility of a terrorist attack, a bomb threat. Bomb threat. threat. Uh, but, a,
2: but a paint job. Paint. So, so, how's left in treatment?
4: Oh, God. Life has been wonderful. Life is life. <laughs> Enjoying life,
0: enjoying life. What about you guys? Life is doing, doing well. We're excited about college football and NFL football and fantasy football and everything about football. It's just all football from here on out until February. We get to talk football. That's why, hey, this is why I man. do this show, it's for football. And, and it's finally here. I mean, it makes it makes radio a lot easier when you don't have to just sit here and make yeah. up stories to talk about all the time. You know, yeah. <laughs> so now we actually have <laughs> have football to talk about.
4: And, have exactly, uh, but, you have because, something uh, tonight, to talk about. But the not well, we, want, but
0: we It's gonna come to You
4: know. What's that? And then we also have like a lot of uh, you know a lot of changes coming up because I know uh, with the um, the playoffs they're going to be changing that date.
2: Is it going to be this year,
4: or since it's on the
0: weekend, or they got? Yeah, they're yeah, going to be changing it like means,
4: New Year's. Uh, was it New Year's Day? I think it was. They released the like
0: schedule. They, yeah, yeah, they screwed up big time when they moved it the first time. Now they realize, uh oh, you know. Yep. The, the ratings was You know, the ratings weren't going to be too high anyway when Alabama beat Michigan State seventy three to nothing. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's going to hurt the ratings no matter
4: what day it's so. on. Yeah, it was just like. Just having it, it's
0: like two months, on a weeknight? No, nah, man. You can't do that. It's going to be cool. Well, funnily enough, we're going to talk about uh, Florida, Alabama, and uh, Miami. And while we got y'all, we might as well, we might as well talk about the Tide if, you, if you're prepared to, if you want to throw in a couple things and talk about your quarterback. I don't know if you know who's going to be the quarterback. <laughs> we don't know. So, so maybe you can talk about Bama for a second and give us a. Kind of a was it a 50, view of Alabama this year?
4: <laughs> I have no idea who the quarterback is going to be. Again, you know my mantra. I trust my coach. They know better than I do. I can tell you that. I'm, I mean, for the first time, it feels good after all of these after all of these years of not having you know adequate adequate uh, depth at the quarterback position. It feels good to have some there. It's it's a couple of guys, and I am so excited. I cannot wait until I see them on the field. That Tua, that dude, whoo. That little one, he that might be Mariota, too. I love that little kid. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> his name Hurts. What's his
0: name?
4: Oh, Jalen Hurts. We got Jalen Hurts yeah. and then um, Tua.
0: And you do have some studs at quarterback. I mean, you have different kind of options. You have dual threat. You have straight up pocket passers. You name it, you got it. But the only thing is, is the experience factor. But with that kind of talent around them, that might not be a factor as much.
4: Yeah, I mean, and plus they're hungry. I mean, these guys are—they're going out doing stuff on their own. They want to be there, so they're—they're really working hard. I really don't worry too much about Bama. You know me. I don't worry too much. When you look at Saban, one thing about Saban, he's disciplined. He's going to have him ready. I really don't don't say too much until after the first game. You know, I, I don't put too much stock into the A-game, the, 8-A um, A game, because A they're just out there showing what they're doing. I mean, they're playing against each other. So nobody's out there really, you know, they're not going to hurt each other. You just kind of see kind of what the skill is, the pace, you know, kind of seeing what the depth chart is. But – and not until once I see them on September 3rd versus USC, then I'll have a little bit more to say. But I'm excited. I'll definitely oh. say that. I'm really excited. Niren's coming see back, Ken Robinson, Jr. Uh. It's, it's going to be fun. Like, Adarius Stewart, I can't wait to see him. These guys are really – it's like, to me, this class, this team, they really are eager to step up and prove themselves. To me, that just kind of and happens uh, that, that looking, spirit I feel about them. It's almost like they just have this, okay, our turn. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I'm confused. I listened to Colin Coward a few times, and uh, about a week or so ago he was laughing at Alabama's schedule, but this week he was talking about how brutal it was. I'm confused. Uh, Colin Coward may be confused at what it is. What concerns me about Alabama's schedule this year, and, again, we don't know who's going to be great and who's going to be not. But just looking at it on paper right now, Bama's schedule's tough. In the USC is the neutral side, but then they have road games at Ole Miss, at Arkansas, at Tennessee, at LSU. Yep. And that's like, yep. I mean, even home games are tough, no matter in the SEC. But this is a brutal schedule, tie as a tackle early.
4: Oh, yeah. Very But The the, the first half, usually it's the back end. <laughs> Usually it's the back end this time we're coming up front i'm um, I'm not tripping I mean it's just it's they they have to do the same thing they did that they do every season, one game at a time, one game at a time, as long as they stay focused, stay prepared, keep up the attitude, you know, keep a positive attitude, and take it one game at a time. I think they'll be okay
2: uh, yeah, but we see it every not year. Not talk about there's nothing to
4: really worry about. Like I said, we'll see after, on September 3rd, ask me on September 4th.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, Jonathan, I mean, you look at, you look at Bama's schedule, and, I mean, you can look at any SEC team schedule and say it's tough, I mean, besides Florida, of course, but, I mean, that's that's five games Alabama plays out of 12 that's not in, in Tuscaloosa and Bryant in stadium, and. You know, LSU, we don't know how good they're going to be their talent. Tennessee's the real deal. Arkansas, don't know much about them. Old Miss, I think Alabama's got a little
3: revenge on their mind. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, i got to imagine Old Miss has taking down Bama, what, two years in a row now. Um, so, you know, I've I got to imagine Bama's going to come at them hard, especially with the game being in Oxford. But you're right. I mean, Arguably, their five toughest games are away from home, and that's uh, that's never really a, a comforting feeling. You know, obviously the Iron Bowl at the end of the year is what it is. Uh, I don't think that I don't think uh, A&M or Mississippi State are going to be uh, that good. So Bama I, you know, has a relatively easy home schedule. Um, but you're right. I mean, at Ole Miss, uh, at Tennessee, at LSU are definitely going to be three tough games. At Arkansas is going to be tricky. Um you know so guess we'll switch up a little.
0: Hey Sonia Um looking hey. at the offensive line looking at the offensive line of Alabama, replacing Ryan Kelly at center. It's it's hard to do that, a four year starter and um Jackson at right tackle, I I know you got five star depth everywhere, but how do you replace Ryan Kelly? That's what I want to know. I know Cam Robinson helps having him on the left side, but Having that that quarterback center kind of like the captain of that offense, that's hard to replace. I don't care if you're a five star or not. Who do they who do they have, and what how do, how do you think they're going to respond to them?
4: Oh God, let's see who we have at center. Hold on,
2: a depth chart. Well, even, even, I don't
0: care if you have – whoever you have, it's harder to play that kind of player. Well, put anybody
4: – when you got somebody like Ryan Kelly, because think about when we had – um what's his name? um God, I'm – Barry guy, Jones? I, mm-mm. Kelly, too, but I can't – what's his name? AJ's uh, – yeah, Barry Jones. I'm sorry, Barry Jones. With Barrett, that was the same question. Because to me, he and Ryan are like on the are on par as far as their talent and as far as their like just their 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 whole demeanor. You know, team leader takes they're they're the leaders of the offense. So replacing guys like that are just it's going to be it's hard to begin with. But I don't know. I just I don't think that we have. Anybody right now? Mm, let me see. Hold on, because I'm trying to bring it up. I want to bring it up to see who we, got, who we got second behind him. Hold on. That's fine. Don't worry about
0: it. That's uh. I mean, I'm just the see. bottom line is it's just, you just can't replace someone like that.
4: Oh, no, you can't. Not oh, hold one on. year. Not in one year. Now with uh, Cam, now helping Cam, having Cam there does help, but at the same time he can't do it alone. No.
3: Uh, and
4: whoever we have, our, the, the, the the main thing is that o line is going to have to protect whatever quarterback, whoever our quarterback is. They're going to have to protect that person. The biggest problem with Cooper is he's great as long as he's got those short passes, but that long arm is that accuracy. So having him back there. We got to have a strong O line to give him time in the pocket. So we'll just see what happens. I mean, like I said, I ain't tripping this. <laughs>
0: I ain't tripping this to December fourth. Losing, losing the running backs, but you do have running backs from the stable is another concern. Really, bad is breaking in an entire new backfield, but they do have some good receivers that can. Make some play. So, is this Alabama team, could this be one that throws the ball more than they run, or do you think it's going to be about the same as it's been over the past few years?
4: I think it's probably going to be the same as it has the past few years. And I think probably you're going to see, because because Kevin got so much flack last year for you're probably going to see him going a little bit more towards the run. We're trying to go a little bit more towards the run. Cause that's our bread and butter. But yeah. you gotta have. My concern with Bo Scarborough, and it's, it's, I think he's a great athlete, but I think people are expecting him to be like a Derrick Henry. But he's not going to be like a Derrick Henry because he doesn't have that speed.
0: Yeah, I was watching. I was watching some player in Alabama did it in the gym. I think it was a quarterback that hurt guy sitting there bench pressing like three hundred pounds, squatting five hundred, dead lifting four hundred and something. Um, yeah, but you don't have that running back like Henry this year, and that's okay. I mean, you don't have to. You know, you can yeah. you
2: mix it up.
4: Yeah, and that's and the thing you, is he's you, you good. A lot of the I think you have. people are looking at him to, like, replace Derek. You can't replace Derek. You know, Derek is he's is that he's in a class by himself. So you can't really, yeah. you know, that's put correct. that crown on Bo. Bo, he's He'll have his own thing, let him do his thing, but. To me, I I, I don't want. To, I never like a team, and I've never been one to to rely on that one player. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I have. <laughs> I have no
4: doubt about it. That was I that was light, Quinn, that's lightning in a bottle. Cam Newton is lightning yeah, in the bottle. Quinn, <laughs> he definitely Quinn's
0: just, on the line. Quinn's on the line. What do you think about the tide this year, Quinn? What are you looking at when you? When you analyze them, when you look over the
1: schedule and their departures, what are you looking at? Uh, like I said a few weeks ago, ten, oh, probably ten or eleven wins, like they're normal.
3: You're the one
1: that went out on a win saying they they lose three games. I bet that every
0: year, man. James? every
1: year I bet it. One one year I'm gonna one year I'm to win. <laughs> I'm a realist. I despise family, but I'm a realist about how I think teams will do. Okay, I'm going to ask you this, win, eleven wins, whatever. Tell me, I mean, tell me why. I mean, do you think they're going to win 11
2: games?
1: Well, they have a pretty darn good defense. They, re- they return some pretty good players on offense. I mean, they've proven every year that even with the new quarterback, they seem to do all right. So, I mean, why would the trend go in a differently?
0: Quinn, well, I can see you as a sideline reporter for ESPN over there. Hey, you get some damn good explanations, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can
0: see you right now. The sideline reporter, we're going to Quinn Thomas on the sideline. How's everybody doing? Oh, they're doing pretty darn good, man. Pretty darn good. It's like I said before this show, when we just started the show, I was like, which one of these teams? Bama can always make a playoff. There's, I mean, a talent there every year. But again, things happen during the season injuries, um, things happen during the season. Nobody's a shoe in for anything. I know people talk about Clemson, unstoppable. That was last year they did good because Alabama stopped them at the end. Doesn't mean, Sonia, that Clemson's going to be. Great this year because they have a good quarterback, and they were last year. That has nothing to do with it, right? I mean, it's not the
4: same thing. Exactly. What did we talk about this week when we when we had the same discussion? Exactly. Everybody loves is to say, to the "Oh, team. they're they're going to be this." No, 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 no. And that's one reason why I hate to try to. We talked about this too, where I hate to sit here and say this this team is going to have this this offense or this defense or this. No. I don't know what this team is going to have until after they play their first game because that is not the same team that was on the field last year. It's an entirely different team. and We don't know what they're going to do until we see them play their first game.
2: Jason
0: used to give me hell about the preseason polls. I talk about it now. I realize why he's... You always say that because you could, you could take your top 25 preseason polls people are doing and you can wipe your butt with it after a couple of weeks. Exactly. Because it, it means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing, absolutely nothing. What the, you,
4: exact, you're grading them on their, their work from last year. So it's like a preseason poll means nothing. That's why I'm like, it's a joke. You guys are bragging about, oh, we're number one. Okay, great. Awesome. But for what? You haven't done anything yet. Now, to have a starting point, okay, yeah, you've got to have some sort of starting point. So you start with the poll from last year. To me, that's your starting point. If you want to go start from something, start from then. But to have this piece poll based on what
1: what freshman or what recruit was
4: signed on this day or, or who, you know, they're going to get this recruit in 2017, man, please.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, like, I like the way the committee does it. Why do we have to have a starting point? Why can't we watch six weeks of football and then, like the committee does, and it may be even later than that when they do it, but why does Clemson have to be number two or Alabama number one or Florida State number five? Right now, why can't everybody be last or first and let's just see six weeks of football? By then you really know how good these teams are and then rank them. I just don't like it because if Clemson loses to Auburn signing in that first game, just say they're number two, if Auburn ranked like 35th, if Auburn beats them in jordan Hare Stadium, Clemson may drop to that number eight or nine, and Auburn will pile up to the number 20, and, and all of a sudden Clemson's ranked higher than Auburn, and Auburn just beat it. See, I, that's why I don't like preseason polls is because, I mean, Clemson may suck. Clemson may lose four or five games this year. We don't know, okay. but the reason I don't like preseason polls is Auburn was six last year, but I've never seen a team win a game and drop to. I think they went from six to about twenty after they played Jacksonville State. They were two and zero. <laughs> they went. They dropped fourteen places. Had you watched Auburn play three games last year, they wouldn't be in the top twenty-five yet. They were ranked six to start of the year. So, uh, I just. I'm just I'm just one of those guys now. I believe used to I love preseason polls. Now I'm like forget it, Jonathan. Let's just wait until the season starts, watch a few games and then let me rank them.
3: Yeah, I mean I, I understand that, and, and I, I'm a big fan of that philosophy too, where let's see what they are and. Let's actually find out what this team's going to be before we decide to start jumping on wagons and ranking everybody. Because I'm with you, it, it, you're you're exactly right. If Auburn beats Clemson to start the year, Clemson will still be ranked ahead of Auburn, and everybody's going, you know, you, me, and everybody else going to go, well, what the hell? That makes no sense. <laughs> so, exactly. I, I mean, I I think they should follow the playoff committee and the BCS did the same thing. Follow the approach after after week eight. We'll start ranking teams. I, I think that's the best way of going about it.
4: And you, you also think away the too, because when you look at it, think about that team. Okay, and we'll use Auburn as an example. Okay, Auburn starts out ranked as what? Say twenty-third. Okay, they beat the number two ranked Clemson. Number two ranked Clemson's like, dang, wow. We got beat by the number 23 team? Well, you were never number two to begin with. So now you got these guys, you know, thinking, oh, my God. But then you've also got to think about number 23-ranked Auburn guys who are thinking, dang, you know, they could have taken the defeatist attitude. Man, we 23. Well, don't nobody expect us. You know what I mean? It's like it's either or. So to me, even putting that extra pressure on the players is just stupid. Forget it. We don't need and any problems. Auburn, can, Auburn tw-
0: 23 could be, two, and, and think they're better than what they really are and really think right. they not that good. And, all, and Auburn figures out in a couple of weeks when they play LSU that, hey we, hey, we weren't even a top 23 team, you know. I mean, exactly. Too many, things, too many things going on that rank these teams right now. And, but all of a sudden, we got Ohio State, they're back in it, ready to go. Jim Harbaugh is the best coach in college football. Man, he came and he came down from Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments, and and now Michigan's back in it. Michigan's back in it. They're gonna win the Uh. championship because of Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it's just come on, guys, get real. The more I learn, the more I'm in radio, the more I realize that these ESPN people and everything. All they do is talk to get numbers, Sonia. That's all they do. They talk to get ratings, and and right now no radio show is getting ratings with this presidential election going on right now. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> so well. uh, who who what
4: what what did you say that again? Say, who what one more <laughs> time? <laughs> you <preach> it <laughs> to the choir, <power>, dude.
2: <laughs> well, I tell you, insane. it's like people,
4: you know, all these people. To please understand, the sports analysts, I don't even care. I don't care if they played football. I don't care if they were the greatest quarterback, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, kicker, punter, placeholder. placeholder. I don't care what they were. They are guessing the same way we are. There's not one person in the to... world that can correctly guess the outcome of any game. Everybody is guessing because that one team on could come out Everybody thinks it's going to lose, can turn around and beat that so-called unbeatable team. Nobody knows. Everybody is just a guessing game for everybody. And how,
0: how can you be expert in something with so many teams? Like for Auburn, I know them up, down, sideways and everything. Do I know how they're going to do? No. Do I think they can do good? Yeah. But I'm an expert when it comes to maybe a conference, maybe a certain team. But you can't sit here and tell me Feel still, still those all 128 MA teams there are, how they're going to do, and all this stuff, and, and all these analysts think they know everything, but it's impossible with that much information and the turnover of players in college football to be an expert and know who's going to win a national championship.
2: <laughs> it's just,
4: exactly. It's and just even insane. the players, they insane. might be experts in their position or, like, fundamentals, but as far as guessing who's going to win what, it's, it's all a crapshoot. Just like that's playing the lotto.
2: If
0: I want Alabama material, I'll go to an Alabama fan because they study it. If, if I want to know how Florida State was, I'm going to go to Jonathan. If I want to know how Better Dane goes, I'm not going to go to Quinn because, because Quinn's going to say they're going to win a national championship every year. No. <laughs> I'm joking, Quinn. I'm joking. Oh,
4: breaking I, news I uh, Venus and
2: Serena
4: upset the Czech Republic for the first time.
3: Oh, well, they didn't want to be there anyways.
1: Yeah, they didn't play that well. I watched some of it. Man, I'm sitting there watching
0: these Green Bay players over there. They out with their baseball hats on, and their jerseys just looking around like, what the hell,
2: man? Preseason football
0: sucks. I don't know why you guys watch that crap. I love well, Because I want to sucks. see the people... I want to, I want to see the players that, that are trying to earn a job. That's what I am like it for. I want to see these college when, players that come in
3: and. Quinn, you are so negative there. right now.
1: The Olympics are on. The Olympics are a lot better than I hate the Olympics. Preseason football.
0: I hate the
3: Olympics.
0: I hate the Olympics more than anything almost.
3: What Olympic sport is on right now that you think I want to watch? It, really right now, good. at this moment, I don't know. But I, no, I think think you would, would really watch Olympic
1: really the like Olympics since you're a sports junkie oh, like do. me.
3: Look, you know, man, if it's not basketball or you. soccer, I'm not really paying that much attention. Handball, you might get me, but for the most of the summer Olympics, it's like, eh. Give me when we're at the finals. I mean, we're in a lot of group stages for most of the stuff, and it's kind of like the group stage for most events. Most of us aren't watching. it. Have you seen the stadiums? A lot of these soccer matches, the stadiums are lucky if they're 25% full. Um, so I'm not. No, I'm. I'm not sitting here drooling over the Olympics right now. When it's time to medal in the events I want to watch, I'll pay attention until then. Okay, cool. It's there. Yeah. I don't
0: hate the Olympics, by the way. But but, but Quinn, I'm gonna ask you a question. Why Why is the USA worse in soccer than all these other countries? Give me the reason why.
1: Wait, why American I mean. soccer is what?
0: Why is American soccer? Why is it? I mean, I'm not gonna say suck, but why? Why is it? Why are they like not ranked high in the world in soccer compared to some of these other teams? The men, not because
4: the women. Of, because
1: yeah, of, the men. well yeah because the best athletes don't
0: yeah don't
3: yeah. play soccer.
0: You got it. Mm.
3: You got it. I, I think coaching okay, has something to do it. with it, too.
1: Yeah, probably a I a I, 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 do,
3: I do think that a lot of it has to do with coaching because a lot of good athletes still play soccer. Hell, most of the kids growing up play soccer. Uh, but there's a huge difference between the coaching in Europe that you're going to receive and the coaching stateside. Um, True,
1: but if you look at the women's team – A lot of those – soccer on the women's side is one of the most popular sports for girls in the U.S. Oh, yeah. So so a lot of the better athletes flock flock to soccer and softball and basketball.
2: Oh, it's
3: it's funny because women's basketball, as popular as it is, you would think that there would be more of a – talent pool to draw from and it seems the talent pools shrunk a little bit and I, I think that the the one for soccer's definitely grown i think softball has shrunk for a little while because they uh they removed it from the olympics and, and, uh, and the bigger problem is you know with the women's sports it's just that they're not profitable at the end of the day unfortunately uh, as much as i think women's soccer is actually a better uh event. I believe that the game is better than watching men the men's side play. Uh just a lot of the country doesn't doesn't believe that. Um and it you know, obviously there there is a talent difference. I mean I'm not saying I want to see Leo Messi go take on, you know, with, with Barcelona go take on the rest of the uh, uh women uh for America but you know there, I I think it's just a better game. Whereas like softball it's excellent but after college it's Pretty much over, unless you go to yeah. certain European countries. And basketball, I mean, look the, w- the WNBA is only alive because the NBA is paying for it to be alive.
0: Yeah. All right, guys, we got off we got we got, we got off track here. We're talking about sports that don't matter. <laughs> let's, let's get back let's, let's get back to sports that matter, and that's football, you right?
4: <laughs> exactly,
0: because <laughs> i got to get ready to go Sonia, in a minute, I, guys. I, soccer, soccer, soccer wasn't a sport when I was a kid. Was it you, Sonia? I mean, when, when you were a kid, I mean, you and I are close to the same age.
4: Um, yeah, I played soccer. soccer. I was on our soccer you?
0: team. Yep, I sure I, did. I, I was, I, well, I didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> know you I, I didn't know you played soccer Sonia.
4: I sure did. I was
0: a forward and then goalie no, for we, a minute. Well, well, we got we got to let Sonia go so we can bash the hell out of Alabama once she's gone. <laughs> oh, <No>, you guys are <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, we don't. We won't do that to you. Thanks for joining us, Sonia.
4: No problem at all, sweet. Sorry. uh I, I wish I could stay longer, but you know, big day for me tomorrow.
2: I know. So, I'll, you guys, take it easy. Good luck you. to all of your
4: teams. I promise to try to join you more since uh, football season is coming up. So, you guys have an awesome, 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 awesome week. Love you all. You too. Have a great night.
0: You, too. You, too, I love you, too. I was trying to get Sonia to agree with me about soccer, and she's like, no, I played, and I'm like, well, where was I at then? And soccer didn't exist when I was a kid. We played baseball, basketball, football, cross country, track, and uh <laughs> Tennis. Where'd you grow up? I did. I grew up in North Alabama. That's part of the problem.
3: Um, yeah, I'm about to say. I mean, let, let me let me just go ahead and put the the red dot right there. Um, I didn't know there's did a lot of things in North Alabama. Did y'all learn how to read? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll remember the proudest
0: day when I was in sixth grade and I finally read my first sentence. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, a good, it was a great. But I mean, hey, I, I wrestled, I did all that. And You'd think a small guy like me couldn't wrestle, man. I'd get you in a damn headlock and choke you out, man. It wasn't wouldn't, it wouldn't even legal, but I'd still do it anyway.
1: I'd
0: still <laughs> choke the hell out of you. I'd be like 80 pounds, and that guy'd be, be 150. I'd be like, I want him. I'd be like, oh, you he can't. He's not in your class. I'm like, I don't care. I want him anyway. And uh, I, I remember wrestling for one year. We had one year of wrestling, and, and uh, that was fun. But back to football, Alabama, looking at looking at that schedule they have, guys, and, and here's my question mark about Alabama, okay? The schedule, number one, looks like a pretty brutal schedule. Number two, a new backfield they're breaking in. New running backs, new quarterback. Uh, replacing some on the offensive line. Hey, Quinn, Jonathan, how do
1: I sound right now? Does my sound sound pretty good? Yeah,
0: I got gotcha. you. You sound okay. Okay. Well, okay, I did sound good. Jonathan,
3: how do I sound? You're good, man. Okay, good.
0: All right. Schedule new backfield. They lost on the defensive line. They're just about all their entire defensive line and linebackers. Uh it's just the offensive line too. There's a lot of question marks in Alabama. Do they have talent to reload? Yes. Can they reload and replace what they lost this year with that schedule? This is why Quinn you gotta listen to your daddy right here. When he says nine and three, I think that's about where they're gonna be. Something eleven and one stuff you're talking about. Nine and three is justified by statistics, analysis. And a lot of people leaving Alabama. I mean, this was a this is a big year for them. What they lost, they may not ever have a defensive line like they just lost. So Quinn, that's why I came up with the nine wins. Nine wins is a great season for most teams, not Alabama though. Nine and three will get them second place, third place in the West. They won't we'll get them in the in the playoffs. You're you're saying ten or eleven wins, Johnson? What do you say about Alabama?
3: I mean, I'll look at this team. I see a team that's going to break in, uh, you know, at least three new guys on the offensive line, uh, new quarterback, new running backs. I mean, they got a very talented wide receivers. Defensively, I mean, they're going to be talented, but they got to replace a lot in the front seven. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama. Mm, See, this is tough. I think they're gonna beat USC because since '99, the defending national champ has won their uh, season opener the next season. Um, so I think they'll beat USC. I think they lose to Tennessee. I think they're gonna to lose to LSU. I'm gonna say nine and three or ten and two. Um, nine and three. I think you know it's just. If you look at Alabama, every other, every couple of years they're going to have a season where they lose a couple of games. It's just because it's a bunch of young guys. That are really, you know, they, it's, kind of, it's a retooling year. It's like what Florida State went through last year. It's like a seasons we've seen from uh, from Oregon and, and teams of that nature where they have that one down year and then it's another four years of rolling. And I think this is going to be one of those for Alabama just because – you know, I have well, such a huge question mark around the quarterbacks that I, I literally don't have answers for. It's not like Blake Sims or Jake Coker.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and also, you know, a team like Alabama that's used to winning, right? They're used to, to winning. What if they do drop a couple games before the halfway mark? And what if they're just not in it after that? They can lose a couple more here and there. That's where – You know, maybe an offer or somebody gets them or something. Because once I think once Alabama's out of it, they're out of it. I don't think you're going to be – I don't care how good a coach Saban is, he's not going to be able to motivate these guys. We've seen Alabama play with nothing on the line, and they don't do very well. Have you noticed, you know, when when games are not for meaning in national championships, you put them in the SEC championship, they're going to win. You put them in a playoff, they're probably going to win. You put them in a a situation – where, where they've already lost two or three ball games, Quinn. That's when the question mark comes. How, how much can they say to get them the fight? And we're not even talking about the loss of coaching staff that these guys are going through. You're not, you're breaking the party. That's, that's something the consistency that we always overlook. Sometimes the same coaching staff over and over again. Now all of a sudden you don't have that. You got to throw that in there, Quinn. So are you still thinking eleven wins?
1: I'm not, I'm not saying it's – I can see them losing three games, but uh, I don't think they will. Yeah, I still see them winning 10 or 11 games. Okay. That's your problem, boy. That's your ride, okay? it's your that's your problem. That's what you
0: want them to do. <laughs> nah. Okay, so I would we'll, we'll
1: love for them to, to go 0-12.
0: I know, you would. I know you would. Well, let's talk about a team that, that Jonathan would love to see go 0-12, and, and that's the Florida Gators out of the SEC East that, that last year started out on 7-0, and 6-0 with a steroid quarterback, and uh, they dropped off after they lost the quarterback. Hey, Jonathan, this is probably the worst offensive team I've ever seen in my life was last year's Florida team. Uh, towards the end of the year, I mean, this is a team that barely beat to, uh Had to hold off for dear life to beat Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt should beat them. They got just a lack by Michigan in a bowl game. Florida's lost. They got five offensive starters returning, six defense. They lost their entire backfield. But one thing, and they lost, I think five of those defensive players. That Will Muschamp had for them there. But, but on that schedule is is terrible. When you see UMass, North Texas and Presbyterian, I mean, that's pretty bad, Jonathan. I don't care if you play Florida State or not. That's an every year thing, but but all you can get is UMass, North Texas, and Presbyterian. that's that's just that's cowardish.
3: Uh yeah no I I hate their schedule I do and they do it every year you know and they're like well next year we're gonna play Michigan well congratulations I mean for the first time I think since like 1981 you're leaving the state of Florida for a, for a non-conference non-bowl game I mean whoop do. doo uh, this will actually be the first time if Michigan finishes with a with a winning record it'll be the first time Florida has gone out of the state to play a team. Who finished that season with a winning record since like 1941? All right, so yeah, I'm not a big fan of Florida. I think they're cowards. Oh, we play in the SEC. You play in the SEC East, son. You couldn't beef up the schedule. You're looking at going. Well, we have Vanderbilt. Uh huh. You have Missouri. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We have South Carolina, Kentucky. Kentucky. South- oh, oh my goodness. You poor souls. I mean, bless your heart. You know. So I uh, mean, looking at it, <laughs> one, two, three, four five. So I already penciled him in for seven wins. And, and that's not even like yeah. you're thinking about it. Um, yeah. Now let me say this. Um, just giving them a breakdown. Hey, Luke Del Rio is going to be the quarterback. Uh, the kid who transferred from Bama and Oregon state. And I think that's it. He's, he's going to start. Uh, Steve Spurrier announced that of all people. Um, the running back they have in the, uh, that's going to lead the way, Jordan Scarlett, a very talented kid. Uh, their receivers, I mean, look, C.J. Wharton went to the U.S. because Florida State said bye. Uh, Tyree Cleveland is supposed to be pretty good. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. That was their big get. Florida fans are very excited to get him. He's going to be a true freshman, but they still have Antonio Callaway. Uh, David Sharp and Martez Ivey is a very good combination on the left side. The right side of the line is all new. Um, Defensively, the defensive line with Cox Jr. and C.C. Jefferson, very good at the end spots. At D-tackle, I'm a little worried about them. At linebacker, I'm a little worried about them. They're young, they're inexperienced. And at secondary, I mean, they're supposed to be good, but this is a secondary that, I mean, we watched Michigan just torch them. And they're going to be led the way by Jalen Tate. My bad, his name's not Jalen anymore. His name is Tease. Tease Taylor. So, Tease Taylor is going to lead the way for Florida. That's probably the best player. Tease. Who renames himself Tees? T-E-E-Z. That sounds like a stripper out of Atlanta. Come on now. So, yeah, I think Florida's going to make. They're going to win seven games, maybe eight. They're going to make, play in a bowl game, but they're going to get they're – the they're Florida State – they better be ready. That's gonna be an ass whooping. Tennessee. That's gonna be an ass whooping. LSU. It's in Gainesville, so LSU will beat them by like ten just because. Uh, and then you got Georgia and Arkansas. Well, Arkansas will probably smoke them because it's out there. And then Georgia. I gotta imagine that Mark Richt's that Georgia can beat Florida finally.
0: Yeah. So seven and five is the ceiling, I think, for Florida, and I think our eight and four is the ceiling. Seven and six and six is. Uh... The, the floor for them I mean that's sad that where you can throw Six or seven wins right away Let's see what Jason has to say Jason's on right now I don't want to leave him on hold too long uh, He's probably got him a big dip in right now Let's bring him on right now Jason, <laughs> welcome to the show Jason.
2: Hey guys How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, yeah, buddy. How are you buddy? I'm doing pretty good Actually Um here in the formation. No tobacco in it quite yet, but that will change here pretty soon. Well, hold um, on. I have, yeah. a, I have a question. I have a
0: question.
2: I have a, I have a question. What do you do? Copenhagen, long long Um, Right
1: now, we're on um, Copenhagen.
2: mint. Oh. Um, my, Wintergreen. Yeah, yeah min Well, I've been shooting the groups and shooting that Copenhagen's a good break. home but um, looking at this Florida team, very good a team last year. We great really, really get suspended. This offense couldn't move the ball to save their life. I believe that mm-hmm. they only scored 24 points once after that suspension. So you look at three, three easy wins and a couple maybe games in there. But I'm with Ryan, six and six is a possibility and that could be a good decision. This team will get to if they can't move the ball. Good defense, but you gotta move the ball.
0: Yeah, I think the defense will take a step back now that most of Muschants players are gone. And uh, yeah. I just I just say people forget about that too. But if you talk to Joey Bisley or Paul Union it's eleven and one Florida or something, you know.
2: Uh, and, and I got a, I got a question for you guys. Right. I heard on the SCT network, what if Florida beats Tennessee? Because Florida beats Tennessee eleven straight years. I know they won't, but it's a mindset. It's a mindset. We had them beat these They were up in the fourth quarter, seven points. They choked it away, Tennessee. Did. Tennessee's opportunity to beat Florida is this year. And I I got I got Tennessee winning, but if they don't, that's gonna be a psyche. If you yeah, I, I gotta win about four I've got i have got to win about 4 touchdowns
0: in that game, by the way.
3: Oh yeah You they, know what they, you they, know though so he that's a good point, Jason, because it's almost like Kentucky with Florida. Now, Kentucky, I don't think, ever been yes. as good as Tennessee this year, but it's like 28 years in a row now. Kentucky goes in that game psychologically they've already beat. So, I think you have yep. – at some point, Tennessee's got to realize if they don't beat them, let's say, this year, because this year is probably the best opportunity, well, when are they going to beat them next?
2: Yes. I mean, it's going to be a while. may not ever. And then it's, it's the same yeah. thing with Washington Oregon. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah? Watch the opportunity to be organized this year. Because if they don't, when is it going to be? I know they go to Eugene, but it's a, That's
0: a hard, It's a hard place to win. It's a hard place to start a winning streak on the road. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Tennessee, Tennessee plays Florida in Knoxville this year, which is a good thing. It's like Jonathan said, if they lose that game, it's – Oh man, it could be. Putz Jones are get run out of there. That's how. That's how bad it could be. They have to be Florida. They have to be Georgia. If they do those two things, they're SEC champions. Cause nobody else has a shot. Yeah.
2: Go back with the um Alabama schedule. I heard you guys earlier. They could have a two loss season, and they could not be a good season. Um, those three road games: Ole Miss, LSU. Um, Arkansas is no sleeper. I know they lost the quarterback but they didn't play in a tough last year. But um, I couldn't see Alabama having two losses. Um what
0: about the
2: Tennessee game on the road. Tennessee on the road uh it's the the question with Tennessee, I know Tennessee is a good team, but the question is do you trust Tennessee Closing out games. All the, mm-hmm. all the games last year for Tennessee lost in the fourth quarter by a score less. So, if yeah. Tennessee can close out that game, yes. They can't and talking win. about
1: that game, is that's another streak Tennessee needs to break. I think mm-hmm. Sam has beaten them like nine or ten times. Yep. Yeah. yep.
0: Yeah, so they got a lot of a lot to do right there, lots of, a lot a lot of streets. But so Jason, buddy, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll be back in touch soon. We'll talk to the Oregon Ducks next week, just so you can come on and give us your spiel about the the Oregon Ducks, and we're gonna talk about Miami real quick. Um, the Miami Hurricanes with Mark Rick there. They have a great quarterback, nine offensive starters returning, and seven defense. Jonathan, but. Uh, that line back and core for Miami Is what worries me a lot The defense is not that good I don't know how they're going to do with Rick being there But ACC is not loaded It's strong but it's not It's not loaded you know, uh, I just don't have much faith in Miami this year But they do have a good quarterback
3: Yeah I mean When it comes to Miami uh, Now that I live in Hurricane territory I, I get to hearing more and more about the wonderful thing, this institution they are. Um, First off, they played Appalachian State this year in week three. Is there a more intriguing Power Five going to a non-Power Five school matchup this year? I mean, that one really catches my eye. I mean, does anybody else think, hmm, let's make that a night game and see if they can pull off the upset? Uh, I'm I'm intrigued. Um,
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
3: And then, and then of Why course, is ACC there, run. Uh, contractual purposes. I don't have next year's schedule in front of me, but I imagine what they do is a home and home with them. And it's because Appalachian State, I think, is actually going to build into something. They're in a great region, you know. And they're they're in North Carolina. They're a very popular school. Uh, they've been riding that momentum ever since they beat Michigan. They've, they've been able to kind of. You know, them in North Dakota State, if you don't want to go play in North Dakota, you've been going to Appalachian States. what's essentially been happening lately. Uh, and now they're, they're off, they're high risers. I think Appalachian State's a team to keep an eye on for future expansion talks. But look at the Miami schedule. So they get the bye week after Appalachian State, at Georgia Tech, home against FSU, home against North Carolina, at Virginia Tech, at Notre Dame, home against Tett, at Virginia, at NC State, home against Duke. It's nowhere near being the easiest schedule in the world. And the biggest problem is that Miami is in the side of the ACC where there's a lot more parity, whereas in the other half you have Florida State and Clemson. I mean, I know everybody likes Kaya, and I think he has talent. I don't think he's this great wonder kid quarterback everybody talks about. Uh, and I look at their defense. Now, I'll tell you what, that linebacking core is – Young, young, young. I mean, you're right. That linebacker court has got to make you nervous. Their secondary, and I'm, I'm, I'm very suspect on them. They're just. I don't trust the interior of their D line. There's some talent there with Norton and Willis. Um, offensively, I mean, you return all five starters on the offensive line. That's huge. But they're inexperienced at receiver, and in the backfield, you're kind of hoping Yearby can uh, can do the ball that you expect them to be. I mean, for Miami, I don't know I don't know, if they'll win, I don't know if they'll win more than the eight games they won last year.
0: That's about right, about eight games for them. It seems
2: right. to be. But let watch, a
0: in, for a conference, in a conference where two teams could probably make the college football playoff, with Florida State and Clemson both representing the ACC in the playoff this year, um, even if Miami does win that Coastal Division, they're not going to have a chance at, at beating either Florida State or Florida So, eight wins mm, not is, is, a, is a good year, but, but it's a weak schedule. Miami schedule, look at it, Jonathan. I mean, does it look scary to you?
1: Uh, wow. With the parity at Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. uh, at Virginia, at North Carolina State, I mean, at Virginia Tech and at North Carolina State and at Georgia Tech, those are all tricky games right there.
2: And Notre well, Dame.
3: Dame. isn't easy. I'm going to say, because you go off that bye week after playing you know, A&M, FAU, and App State, and you got to go to Tech, which is always a tough place to play. Um, I don't know if you've been to Bobby Dodd, um, but definitely a miserable place to play for anybody. Um, then they get – FSU, which is pretty much a road game. We dominate their stadium. Um, you know, then they get UNC at home. I mean, UNC is a, a, very, is a, is a talented team. Then they got to go to Virginia Tech on a Thursday night. And that's the bigger thing right there. The Tech game, it's not only a road game, it's a Thursday night game. That's going to be miserable. The, to, to reward them, they get to go to Notre Dame. Oh, that's going to be fun. You come home from Pittsburgh, you know who's going to punch you in the mouth. They go to Virginia. Virginia's not very good, uh, to be honest. Uh, they go to NC State. It's very tough going to Raleigh. And then Duke's been a good team. They don't think Duke ain't got revenge on the mind. Duke's got a lot of revenge on the mind after that game last year.
0: Yeah. I'm looking about 6-6. Six six. That's why I'm looking at Miami.
3: Nothing would make me happier.
0: <laughs> yeah. Quinn, what do you think?
1: 1, 2, uh like six or seven months.
0: Yeah, Mark Rick will turn it around there in Miami, but right now with Florida State and uh Florida being in there and not only that, Clemson's recruiting a lot of Florida people, kids. It's just Jonathan, where are they gonna find the recruits in Miami at right now? I mean I mean it's not just Florida State, it's other Georgia. Auburn, Alabama, LSU, everybody's going in the Florida and their away the top down. So Miami's not getting much of it.
3: Yeah, it's funny how this is working. So Miami's still got a pretty good hold on the Atlantic coast from, uh, I would say, Coral Gables up to about Daytona. They have a pretty, they have a pretty good lock there. Uh, but Fort Lauderdale, they've essentially lost the Ohio State. They lost most of Miami to Florida State. Uh, Alabama comes in and seems to get, you know, or, you know, some of the best players every year out of there. You know, Miami's got to try and reclaim Miami. Um, they also got to make sure Michigan doesn't move in on them. Michigan's been moving in down here. They're moving in hard. And, you know, people forget, Denard was from Deerfield Beach. It's not like this just happened. Michigan has been recruiting Florida for a while. Uh, I know one of the left tackles at a rival school when I was in high school. He's at Michigan. Uh, one of the receivers, from that same school it was at Clemson or David Scott, uh, you know, and then George Campbell, who was a five-star wideout that Florida State plucked uh, a couple of years ago, he's at Florida State. You know, that's all in that Pinellas County area. You go over to Tampa, Clemson and Florida have a strong boy. Miami's having a really tough time because once they lost the city to Florida State, you could see them start spinning, And that's really what happened. It was Jimbo came in, they took over down there, And all of a sudden, it was, oh, goodness, is Miami ever going to pull out of this funk? And I don't know if they can. Now, the one benefit that they do have is that if you look at their staff, Mark Wick, who played at Miami, was Jim Kelly's backup, um, was an offensive coordinator at Florida State. He knows how to recruit against them. Ron Dugans, played at Florida State, uh, was part of the national championship team in 99, uh, Peter Warwick and all of them. He is down there as a receivers coach. Bradley Jennings, who played at Florida State, I want to say he's down there as an assistant coach now. His son, who's a three-star linebacker, just flipped from Florida State to Miami. So they're starting to make some moves, but when it comes to these big-time recruits, they're not really in the mix. And I think it started with Dalvin Cook. To super bit. forget, Dalvin Cook um, was a fullback down there, one of the Miami high schools. I can't remember which one it is now. I want to say it was Miami Central. And when they lost the battle for Dalvin to Florida and Florida State, you could see the tide really turn. And anybody who was a five-star and a high four kind of just automatically eliminated Miami.
2: Yeah, Quinn. Yeah.
0: That's an in-depth analysis, Quinn. <laughs>
1: okay. What about Miami.
0: Yeah, well, let's get off Miami since, uh, since nobody else is going to be on this year. Uh, Miami, I think Carolina wins that division right there. And uh, Miami, Mark Rick's first year at Miami is not going to be as, as great as he hoped. But at least, he, at least he'll clean the program up if he can, maybe. Who knows? But, Quinn, on paper tonight, we need a, this is a prediction from you since you're uh Notre Dame and Auburn fans, I'm gonna get your uh, prediction. Auburn's starting quarterback this year is gonna be who? I'm uh, this, John
1: Franklin. Okay, Jonathan.
3: I think Franklin's gonna take the job as well. Um, I mean, you know how I feel about it. My life as a kid, it was just, you know, so many talented guys at the same position.
0: Yeah. I like him as well, uh, to do it. And they better have it because they're gonna beat Clemson. and they they need that, that dual threat. They need to be able to score some points and they're not gonna be able to do it with a passing game with Sean White right now. But we'll see. Um, just wanna get that on record right now and see what everybody thinks. Because I feel a lot of people are talking about Sean White's gonna win it, Jeremy Johnson's gonna redeem himself. I just I don't know, I just can't see that. I just can't see that right now. But anyway, anything y'all want to talk about before we get out here tonight?
3: Well, I wanted to ask Quinn a question. Quinn, who is going to be Notre Dame's starting quarterback?
1: (laughs) There's no telling. Um, A lot of people, a lot of people think it's going to be Kaiser, but to me, since both are really good and Both are good fits. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. Whoever wins the job wins the job. But I don't know. If I had to have a hunch, I'd say Kaiser because he has the momentum riding in his favor. But I don't know. I think think right now it's probably really close. But I think Kelly's going to make the decision uh, a couple weeks before the season. So right, I got a we should know you, in Jonathan. about a week or so.
0: Hmm. I got a, I got a question for you, Jonathan. Is, is Texas going to be better this year?
3: No. If you if you listened to uh, um, on campus of Cuervo, uh we talked about that, and um, I I'm a adamant believer in the fact that Texas is. They're they're banking on a true freshman quarterback at this point to resurrect that offense, and I don't know if that's going to be able to get the job done. I mean, they had to go to Tulsa and essentially throw stupid money to get their offensive coordinator because they couldn't get another coordinator from from Power 5 school. Uh, And defensively, I just don't know if the talent's there. I mean, that was a defense that got just roughed up last year. So I I don't think Texas is going to bounce back. I think Charlie Strong will lose his job. Um, And I don't think that's an indictment on Strong. Um, You know, he walked into a program that was struggling, and, you know, he's trying to clean it up. And, unfortunately, Texas won't allow you to clean up the program and give you a couple of years to try and get better. You know, he's going to lose his job after three years when he spent the last two trying to make the program his. So I think Charlie will get a defensive coordinator job somewhere and he'll be a head coach again. Uh, he's going to learn from this.
0: Well, I'm we'll to go over some uh, point spreads with you guys to start the year out. Game, week one, tell me what you think real quick. Don't go into detail. Who do you like? West Virginia, 11 over Missouri. That game's in West Virginia. Yes. Over. You like, West Virginia? Oh, Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I agree with John
0: yeah. Alright. Let's go let's go down to the good one. Clemson seven and a half over Auburn. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I like Auburn money line in that one. I'm gonna
4: stay <laughs>
0: away. Alright, let's go. Here's a good one that's got me intrigued a little bit. Texas A&M favored one and a half over UCLA. Uh, God, that's a tough one.
3: Where's that
4: game at? Yeah,
0: where is it? I think it's an A&M. Oh. Well, well, they're showing the whole team. That could be some kind of uh, Dallas, or so. I mean, it could be somewhere in the middle, but. Another great. Tennessee is 22 over Appalachian State. Uh, Tennessee would uh, yeah. never cover big points, Brad, but they will this one. LSU, nine and a half over Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin taking nine and a half points in that game. And since okay, that game's in, in Green Bay in Wisconsin. I'm going to take Wisconsin for him. I,
3: I think oh, LSU covers. Um, I'm going to take Wisconsin. Wisconsin, LSU's
0: going to win, though. Yeah. Oh, of course they're going to win. But here's Georgia, three over North Carolina. I I just like North Carolina. to win the game. Yeah, I like North
1: Carolina.
3: I think they cover and win. Yeah.
0: All right, Josh.
3: I don't. I don't know, man. North Carolina, the way their 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 season ended last year, left a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah,
2: uh,
0: Oklahoma favorite ten over Houston. Um, Houston in Houston. I, I like Houston. I like Houston. Maybe to win this game. You know, I'm a sucker for a ten point line, and in the money line, I'm, Houston could beat Oklahoma to start the year out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think Houston covers. But I think I think Oklahoma wins by like seven.
0: Alright. Southern Cal gets eleven against the tide. I'm gonna go because of all the question marks we have, especially early in the season, I think US a lot for eleven points in the game one. A lot.
3: Ooh. They better show up. I mean they're uh-huh. gonna,
0: uh-huh. the they gonna get hit in the mouth. They're gonna get hit in the mouth. They're gonna get hit in the mouth. But but I'm just saying they return about all their offensive teams. But you never know. I mean, Bama usually, if you go back in the years, every year they play somebody like this, they beat the holy dog shit out I mean, uh-huh. it's a, a boat race, goal dragging pistol whipping fest. And but the good thing about me watching that game. I'll be I'll be in Auburn, Alabama, watching with Quinn, watching the the Al- Auburn Clemson game. Quinn, the, the tickets I have a 50 yard line club level. I looked online for Clemson Auburn tickets just to see what they're going for. If you get four end zone tickets, in the end zone, it's a like grand for that game. The tickets I have are going about four or five hundred a pop. Yeah, the
1: season where uh, where the season tickets were like. Grandpa has them. It, it, those would probably go for, I would say, probably like four or five hundred dollars. Where, where is that located?
0: So all the where is the?
2: It's about the fifth. Is, it, fifth in the, yard is it in the club
0: level? Is it club level? Is it Nelson Club, Beckwith? Where? What section is it in?
1: I'd say, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like lower club level. Like, we're on a lower part, but you get, like, the club, like, access. Like, you can Are go you? and get your own, like, free food and whatever. Well, that's, that's
0: where I sit. So, I need to see your ticket.
1: Are you on uh, the offer? you have to...
0: no, I'm on the uh, visiting side.
1: Yeah, I'm on. We're on like the Auburn side.
0: Okay, so you're directly right across from me. I'm at the 50 on one side. You're at the 50 on the other. We'll walk around. We'll 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 meet each other before the game starts. It's a nine o'clock game, so we'll we'll meet up probably four or five hours before the kickoff. And i like to go in. Club level, about two and a half hours before the game, and sit there and eat food for two and a half hours. That's what I like to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's 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 free. That's what I do.
4: Um,
0: other game: Notre Dame favored five over Texas. Uh, I just got to go with Notre,
3: Notre Dame. Dame that Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. I yeah. think Notre oh, Dame yeah. wins
1: by about ten. So yeah. Here's a here's one I
0: think you can. I think it's going to be a beat down. Florida State, six and a half over Ole Miss. I think Florida State beats the Piss out.
3: I agree. I'm going to take Ole Miss.
0: So, if you beat the Piss out of Mississippi, what do you have?
3: Uh pitch or a-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Old Piss.
3: Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna take Ole Miss to cover that spread just because shut if up, I don't I Shut, up. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, never mind then. All right.
0: All right, let's go over the NFL real quick. Here's something to be easy, um some Locke. This is where you hit your bookie early. If you don't hit him, you hit him now. Carolina is a three point favorite over Denver. Put the house on it, guys. I'm telling you, put the house on you. You think Sanchez is going to beat Cam Newton?
2: No. I don't know.
3: Is Cam Newton still having nightmares about Von Miller?
0: <laughs> nah, that's over with. They're, they're, they're best friends right now.
3: Oh, okay. then.
0: All right, let's see. The Tampa Bay Bucs are underdog three to the Falcons. I'm going to take the Falcons in that one week one in Atlanta.
3: I'm going to take the Bucs just because I know I'll be wrong. Vikings 3 over Tennessee Titans Oh my god Yeah the Vikings Vikings Vikings
1: Yeah Vikings
0: Here's a game of two of the Worst teams in football the Eagles 6.5 over the Browns Leave that alone because that game could be 3-2 to (laughs) Uh, Let's keep scrolling Let's keep scrolling down here. Here's a good one here for the Saints' favorite one over Oakland. I got to take Oakland in that game. I think Oakland comes mm-hmm. in and whips them.
2: Is, Come that the. a
1: home, is that a home game for Oakland?
0: Yeah. No, it's no, the right? New Orleans. Yeah. Amari, Cooper New Orleans? On
1: Amari,
3: Amari,
1: Amari Cooper on that
3: turf. Amari Cooper on that turf. Hey, Quinn, I've got
0: you one right here, Quinn. Uh, Quinn, I've got you a good one here. Houston 4 over the Bears in
1: Houston. It's a tough one, but I think the Bears will cover.
0: I think Houston covers. Well, that's your job,
2: though.
3: I, I, I think it's a three point game, one way or the other. Uh, you know, so I'm going a, I'm to a say take the Bears just because four points is just. It's it's too much for
0: Houston. Here here's a good game. I think I'll take Jacksonville plus four at home against Green Bay.
1: I will,
3: I will too. Jacksonville's gonna come out shooting. And you know, Green Bay tends to start a little
0: slow. Yeah. Seattle team over the Dolphins. Seattle starts out slow usually. That's
1: the thing. Where's
3: that game Miami, at though? Miami, starts out in Seattle. Oh, yeah, Seattle, then. Miami is miserable out there. It's just like when the Bucks go to San Francisco. Just mark it down for a big loss.
1: Seattle's going to cover.
0: Here's your lock of the year right here. Arizona takes over the Patriots without Brady. It's going to be a beat down. Um, I agree. Take the Cardinals. I agree. And how's this? How's Pittsburgh only favored three over Washington in Washington? I don't care where it's being played.
3: No Le'Veon Bell, no Marquesas Bryant. I
0: still like Pittsburgh. So do I.
3: Here's a
0: thriller. Here's a thriller. The Rams favored two over the Niners. Who
3: cares, right? (laughs) You know, it's funny. The Monday night games, I mean – is that game in L.A. or is that game in San Francisco? San Francisco. No, nah, see, I wish it was at L.A. I mean, that would be more fun. The U.S. Team must be having a home game. Um, I, you know, it, it is. It's like, who who gives a damn? I mean, Minnesota played San Fran last year for the same game, and I think everybody's thought process was, who cares? Yeah, exactly. But somebody
0: did on Monday night. Nobody wants to see the Niners play. They suck. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Our hour and a half's up tonight. We'll go longer. Once the season gets started, we'll have to. In the presidential election, uh, Hillary Clinton favored 550 uh, to Trump's plus 300. It's not looking good for old Donald Trump right now in August, uh, what November's going to look like. Looks like Hillary, Oh, Lion Hillary's up pretty big on him right now. I am yeah, who would you take right now, Quinn? Hillary or Donald?
1: You mean who I think's gonna win or who Yeah. Who Yeah, who do you think's gonna win? Probably Hillary. Johnson?
3: i am I'm I'm gonna in light of the things that happened this week, I'm gonna abstain, but I will say that if I was told, "Hey, you gotta bet money on this, I'd take my value bet on donald um yeah i think I'd
0: take three to one and just see and I think he's gonna kill her in the debate once it gets going he's gonna he's gonna get her down to his level, and he's gonna torture her and uh know there's a lot of things about to happen, but anyway, they just liked Hillary because, heck, the whole thing's been rigged so far in our favor. So I guess they're thinking, hey, you know, we we might need to jump on this train real quick while we'll go with the Hillary train while she's rigging votes. Well,
3: yeah, I mean, they're... Vegas knew. They they had her as a favorite from as a dead nut favorite from the get show to win the Democratic nomination. So I don't think uh much is going to change up until uh up until election day. Yes, We'll see. The debates
2: mean everything. Always
3: well, guys, do. We're gonna get off here
0: tonight. We're gonna get off here tonight. Thank you for joining us. Um, don't know if we'll have a show Wednesday night or not Just depends on how my week's looking uh, Work can be crazy sometimes And You know how that goes They come first This comes second mm-hmm.
2: Yeah
0: Well alright guys Have a good week and we'll definitely see you next Sunday We may see you during the week I'll let you guys know uh, Let's go to right. ultimate sports talk Go find Twitter. letter on Twitter at WayN Sports guys. We look forward to talking to you.
2: Have a good night. You yeah, you too.